Discord. Cool. So, uh, so tell me a, a little bit about like, have you been watching the show for a while, or, or tell me, tell me what's going on. Um, you know, Don, uh, this there's a message that kind of covers your face now. It says this meeting is being recorded. Let me see if I can get rid of it somehow. Just click it there. Just click that message and then just say okay or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, got it. There you go. Yeah, no, you know what? I don't know. Honestly, I don't even remember. I think I saw you through um, podiatry management emails somehow. Okay. And yeah. I kind of clicked on it because I, I always, I'm up always for new things. Um, and I saw your interviews, a couple of interviews with other people. And then um, I got intrigued when you, uh, then I got into the website somehow and I liked the idea of sending the uh, patient information, uh, educational okay. information that you use through, uh, what is it, patient uh, genius? Patient, educa patient education genius, yep. And that was, I, I wanted to kind of pick your brain on that and see, uh, you know, how that's working. Um, I, I'm intrigued by it. Um, yeah, what do, you, what do you do in currently? I just print a piece of paper out of my track net that has some education on whatever the condition is. But when I, since I started doing it, um, I find it very powerful. I think patients really respond to it. When I hand it to them, they're always like in a very thankful, oh, thank you for giving me this because they know that they're going to go home and they're not going to remember anything I told them. So uh, I wanted to take it to the next level. And I, you know, I liked your, you know, the patient education genius. And so, and I, you know, wanted to get chat with you a little bit, basically. Yeah. Okay. So I, I can explain how I got into patient education. The, the, basically, we used to use something called Postwire, which is an old product that's not there anymore. Okay. And um, it was actually used by initially by physical therapists. And so what they did is they used to, they had patients come in and they taught them exercises and then they used to send them videos of their exercises to remind them how to do the exercises. And then we basically took it to be like, well, we wanted to give a better patient experience. And so we started to use Postwire. And the cool thing about Postwire is each one of those pages were, were encrypted and like they could it was like HIPAA compliant. So you can talk and back and forth to the patients. But the problem about that is it wasn't in your medical record. It was more in that, in their little app, but they closed, they mm -hmm. sold it. And I was looking for something else and I couldn't find anything. And then I came up upon this company called patient education genius. And what, what I feel, and I, the, the same thing you said is like our patients, we talked about plantar fasciitis, man, they can't remember anything. They, they leave, you tell them everything and they, they, they leave thinking you, you call them fat or something. <laughs> you know, and so what I did is it's it's in, in in the beginning I was just sending them um like the stuff from ACFAS, you know the stuff on plantar fasciitis and I was just sending them those things, and then as I started to do like these presentations I, I recorded a video and I sent them the video and then as I learned how to do books I sent them books, but then it got to be too much so I'm just telling you my mistakes, so it got to be too much crap and like they wouldn't and like how many people are going to look at stuff anyway. You know what I'm saying? So you yeah, might yeah. be you might be right with just doing one thing that they'll actually look at. So where that took me to is now I send them a link 
to my website, which has everything for that diagnosis. That's where it's at mm-hmm. now. So I send them one link. In Patient Education Genius, the benefit isn't the patient education. The benefit is every patient is asked for an online review. Yes. That The real benefit is that. So I send it to everyone and then I say, hey, by the way, there's going to be this little bot and it's going to ask you to give us an online review. If you had a good experience or bad, just let us know either way. So that the, the main benefit is getting online reviews. The, the secondary benefit is they get something from you. They get that patient education genius. So that's, that's that. And do they respond to reviews? Uh-huh. Like, mm. yes, yes. Like, and that's how we, so there's a couple ways I get reviews. One is patient education genius. The other one is we use a website called Patient Pop. And so every new patient gets an email from us asking us for a review. It ha- if, if it's not automated, it won't be done. So that's my thought. If, you, if you, it's dependent on you, the doctor to ask them or the staff, it's yeah. not gonna be done. So it has to be automated. And, and frankly, all my patients come in because of Google now. It's, un, it's not even the primary care. Like I'll ask them, how'd you hear about us? They say Google. And I ask, well, who's your primary care? And I'm like, oh yeah, I know that. Pri-. If you would have asked your primary care, they would have sent you. But since you didn't, you know, that's how you got here now. So most of ours come from Google now. Really? And even, even if, even if they have a primary care and they rec- recommend you, they're going to Google your name. And if you don't have a ton of reviews, they're not they're, They might choose someone else. Like we have 10 times reviews more than anyone else in the city. Cause we have a system, not cause we're 10 times better just cause we have a system. It's a system. So what makes you uh, that, you know, how, how do you uh, get all these patients from Google? How do you optimize yourself? Well, with, it's not, it's only the reviews. It's just the reviews. Only That's the reviews, it. really. It's only the reviews. Yeah. The Google, uh, my business, it's called Google, my business. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I have like yeah. uh, 108 reviews. Yeah. Uh, so well, it's not about if you have 108 and no one else has any, that's great. But if another guy has a thousand, they're going to choose the guy with a thousand. Yeah. Even, yeah. You know, I'm just, it's, it's, that's just the way it is. Yep. So how can you 10 X your reviews ethically? You know, basically it's every patient has to give you, cause I know you're, you know, we're all good doctors. They're not a hundred times better. So yeah. you just have to have a system. That's, that's why I'm a big advocate of a system. So if, if you don't have a different way, you might want to consider patient education. I think it's about a hundred bucks a month, but if it gets you, let's say 10 reviews a month, oh, that's great. It, it, it might be worth it. So that was the first thing. So what else? Yeah. Um, um, I have two of them, how to increase the patient value, which is kind of general and uh, Anifix. Anifix. Let's go to Anifix. I know you promoted Anifix or you spoke about Anifix. I heard you mention it. So I contacted the company I was like, oh, for these repeated ingrown nails, for, I have a lot of kids who come with, you know, over and over and over for ingrown nails. So what, you know, but I, I, the feeling I got from them is it's not really for repeated ingrown nails. If, if the nail is flat, Anifix is not going to fix it. Um, so what do you, what, you yeah. know, just trying to get more cash services, basically. Yeah, yeah I, yeah, I don't get paid by Anifix, okay? The two things I do for nails are the CarryFlex and the Anifix. Um, so the, uh, the Ani fix, I, I'm very selective. So if you have a, an active perinicia, you're going to do an IND. Okay. Um, 
if it if it keeps coming back, you're going to do a matrixectomy. But the I find that the 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 ani fix are for those people that they come in with an ingrown toenail that's not infected. It's straight at the proximal aspect and it's incurvated at the distal. So if mm. it's straight, if it's more rectus at the proximal, you can apply this thing like a brace. And, and, and as it grows out, it gets curved. This way it stays straight and it slowly lifts it up. Now there's a few drawbacks. Um, sometimes it falls off. If, so you have, to learn, you have to learn how to do it. And it's expensive. I charge 125 per application and I usually do three to four applications. And I do these applications, you know, about four months apart, three to four months apart. So I'll guarantee it to last like for three months. And if it falls off, I do it for free. Okay. Um, I, I only do the big toenail. Very rarely do I do the lesser toenails. And, and I heard one other doctor, he was talking about it. And he basically said, you know, Ani, and I don't want to poo-poo any professions, but, you know, we're very surgically trained and, you know, we can treat with, with matrixectomy and, and, and perinicheas for pair, you know, INDs, other people like nail salons, they don't have those options. So they're going to use it on everything. Mm -hmm. and, and so I think that's the main difference. I don't use it. I don't even do it once a day. You know, I may do one a week uh, when it comes in and it, what worked better was when, when my colleagues, like these, these patients that had an ingrown toenail, but they didn't want to IND they would send them to me and I would do the Ani fix because they wanted to try something else. So I use it kind of as the, well, let's try this and see how it does. That's how I use it. And we charge 125. It takes me about 10 minutes to do. It's pretty easy. How and then they come back over? every three to four months. Right. And you have to use it over and over, right? If you stop using it, the nail will go back in. No, the thought is as you're, because the nail takes nine months to grow out, you know, there's going to be a, a, a it's going to, in three months, there's going to be that, that new growth of nail and you apply it proximally to there. So you're always applying it proximally. And so you have two strips four months later, and then usually that, that, that distal one falls and you're always having like two strips on there. And as it's growing, so after the fourth one or third one, then you're done. Then the nail is, is a little bit less thick. It's not, it's not totally straight, but I'm sorry, a little bit less incurvated. Yeah. And so it helps as well with thickness a little bit too. Yeah. So yeah, carry flex. Hmm? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, how do you, I mean, again, that's another one that's like, I don't find a lot of use. I have it, I do it, but I haven't, I don't know whether I'm not promoting it properly or I just yeah. haven't used it as often as I thought I would when I first got into it. Yeah, you know, I, I feel the same. I, um, so with Onifix, first of all, I think any of these cash procedures, the more we learn about them, the more we're going to do. And, and that's really what I've learned. Like the more uh, webinars I do, the more I, I learn about what other people are doing, like you're doing talking to me, it's going to build your confidence. And in the beginning, when I started Onifix, I charged like 50 bucks. Like I charged a lot less just for me to learn how to do it. And actually certain patients, I didn't do it. I didn't charge at all. I like, just got it and put it on everyone just to see what it was like. You know what I'm saying? Just because the more you do it, the more confident you get at doing it. Because Onifix mm. doesn't have a very big learning curve, but you have to be confident. So I just did it for free just to try it. You know, hey, let me try this thing out on you. You have a little bit of just see how it goes and get their feedbacks. Because if I don't believe in something, I'm, I, I can't sleep at night. So I'm not going to do it. That's why I don't want to. Gosh, I, can't, I shouldn't say it's just the two of us, but unless all the listeners, I don't do epidermal nerve fiber biopsies because I, I can't sleep. I'm like, is that going to change how I'm going to treat my neuropathy? Not, no. And, you know, and so I just couldn't sleep. I did them in the beginning. I'm a big practice management guy, but I'm like, 
you know, I, it didn't affect it. So let's talk about uh, carry flex. So I don't get in trouble talking about bad, bad about other things. <laughs> um, so carry flex, that is the only treatment that makes my patients cry for joy. Mm. So I have patients that in, in what they, they all tell you the same thing. These are, these are not fungal toenails. These are nails that have had trauma or nails that have ingrown procedures in the past. And they just did like a bilateral matrixectomy. And it looks like yuck afterwards. Yeah. And, or the women that has trauma. Uh, or onycholytic nail from trauma. So these ones are, are these are the women, because it's all women, that never wear flip-flops or open-toed shoes because they're embarrassed. These are the ones that cry. So these are the ones that come in and see me every three months and I put a new one on them or every six months or every summer. And, and, and in the beginning, it has a learning curve. Once again, I would do it for free the first few times to learn how to do it because in the beginning, the darn thing is this thick and it looks ugly. And, and, you, and, and my, your patients hate it. And, and so what, what you do is you have to get a lot of them scheduled. You just do them for free till you get your practice. Cause the thing is, if you don't know how to technically do it, it's going to look like crap, yeah. you know? Cause I don't, I don't have like a ton of nail grind. We don't do a lot of nail care. I don't have a ton of nail grinders or things like that. I had to buy a Dremel just to do it. Cause I don't have a Dremel. And so you have to like Dremel it down a little bit, the nail, and you have to get the nail real thin before you put it on. If you have a real thick nail, the thing's not going to fit on there. It's going to like, in a, it's going to have a, the carry flex and then a, a thing poked up from that dorsally, you know, that nail that's stuck up. So I grind down the nail and then I put it on and it looks beautiful and, and patients love it and they come back all the time for it. And like, that's the one thing that the patients love and it's, but it's only a traumatic nail. It's not like a, I don't do it on like fungal nails that much and you have to have something to attach to yeah yeah so cool. that's that one um yeah what else what other questions um you know you're always trying not you i mean one is always you know as far as the per visit value um I hear these numbers sometimes from when you go to practice management uh, seminars and other doctors, and they have this, you know, very high per visit values that they have. And, um, you know, sometimes you wonder how, I mean, what can, how can you, how do, they, what is it different that they do that, you know, uh, that brings it up so much? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So what, I know some of these services contribute, but just want to pick your brain. These don't, what, these what, don't, what? these, yeah. Those don't contribute big to it. They don't, right? Yeah. No, not those ones. What would you recommend? Um, like, how would you go about evaluating and reassessing, you know, your protocols or? Yeah. Do you know your per visit value? Is it like 90 or 70? Or you don't, your, your medical record One, doesn't tell you? 125. 125. Okay. That's, that's decent. You know, some guys get up to like 150 or 160. That's about where we're at. You know, yeah. 140. You're not much below. 140, 160 depends on the month. Um, you know, I don't know if anyone's doing like a whole bunch more, but that's about, and I, that's all of them, even like the, the follow-ups and the things like that that are low level. Yeah. Um, you know, I, the only guy that I interviewed that does it a lot would be Jonathan Moore, because every patient is getting a, a bilateral AFOs for his balance braces. Mm -hmm. And I have a really, I don't do many balance braces. I like, I, I can do uh, them, but I, 
he has a better system than I do. Um, I personally, so what's working for me now, I can tell you, uh, is shockwave. So we have focused and radial shockwave. And for me, that's really, really increasing the, the, the per visit value for my patients. But it's taking a space of a patient that wouldn't be, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's taking a space from a, a potential new or follow-up patient, but we, we have so much space in our office with, with the other providers that we can do that. So I, Shockwave is working really, really well for me. Um, I recently heard, and I did a couple of podcasts, or I'm going to do a podcast on it about follow-up visits. I learned this from Cindy Pezza. Like all of my, pretty much all of my new patients get follow-up visits. Like, and this is something I never used to do. Mm. And so, for example, I take a nail sample and I'm going to follow up with them because they're a new patient doing a nail sample. I always do a nail sample before I do treatment. I'm going to review those instead of, I used to just call them over the phone. So at least gets one extra, one extra visit. So I don't have very many PRN visits anymore. I don't just say come back as needed. For the most part, I, I'm able to build enough value so they'll, so they'll come back. Uh, um, I do a no, yearly, I you do a yearly diabetic foot exam on all my diabetics. Um, I, I, I block time all my routines. I only do routine one day a week. That's when I do all my routines instead of dispersing them out, just works better for me. Um, you know, knowing what levels to bill of visits. But the, the, the workhorse for us right now is the shockwave. Um, I do a lot of velocity braces. I do a lot of, um, I do a lot, uh, you know. What's, what's some, the velocity brace? It's like a don, the Donjoy. It's like an AFO, a non-custom AFO. So it's a velocity brace. Uh, any tendonitis, Achilles tendonitis, plantar fasciitis, posterior tibial tendonitis, peroneal tendonitis. It, it's like an orthotic with a with an AFO built, and it's and it works really well um, if you wanted to try it. So when someone comes in with, for example, really bad Achilles, um, it, what it does is it reduces the stress going through all those tendons and put it puts it in the lower leg, just like any other AFO. So it it, it takes, let's say, a portion and puts it in the lower leg. That's how the um, the velocity works. So you use uh, it um, um, like on acute tendonitis? Yeah, yeah, they come right in. So acute tendonitis is, so what, what are the options with acute, right? You can put them in a cam boot. You can do like an una boot. Yeah. Um, once, if it's really bad, you do that. But if it's not really bad, then I'll put them in like a velocity or I'll transition from a cam boot down to a velocity. And then from there, drum them down into like a, a stable shoe or an orthotic or over-the-counter insert or something like that. And a lot of those tendonitis now are doing shockwave, just so you know, in my practice, if they're more acute. Yeah. Or if they're just more, I'm sorry, if they're more chronic. If they're, yeah. And so it's, it's part velocity. of my, it's part of my quote unquote protocol, right? So if you look on, if you've downloaded my, uh, under on the practice mastery, there's the presentation. So if you look at my presentations within the checklist that I have, and you want to talk about protocols, those are my checklists. That's what I go through and I show that checklist. So the real, like, if you want to take one takeaway is just, you don't have to steal my presentations. You can use the presentations, but if you just use the checklist, so a patient comes in, that gives you all the options of that you can do. And you just check them off as you do them. If they're not getting better, you go to the next thing. And it, it, rem and it reminds you, it jogs your memory of things that you can do. So peroneal tendonitis, you'll see the velocity, posterior tibial velocity, Achilles, the velocity. It's in there. And, and just by showing it to the patients, many times, if I'm seeing them two or three times and they're not better, they'll ask, hey, what's that, what's that cam boot or what's that velocity brace? And I'm like, oh yeah, let's, we haven't tried that yet. Let's try it. So they'll actually ask me because I pull up that slide in my treatment room. 
that is pretty cool. Yeah, the biggest transformation in my practice has been using those checklists, those checklists in the presentations. And I, I, they're all right there. Like, you have a sheet like uh, the di diagnostics and the diagnosis yeah. and the treatments. Is that what you're referring yeah, to? Yeah, yeah, that's it. That, that, that's the checklist. Yep. So basically it has um, the, the diagnostic images, which are x-rays, ultrasounds, MRIs, and then it has the checklist, the regenerative stuff. And it just, it's basically... What happens is we get, like you've heard of this, we get stuck in the nail groove. So I see them like 10 times, they're not getting better. And, 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 and I don't know what to do. And it makes it objective, not subjective. So I said, okay, Mrs. Jones, let's look here. H have, you, have you done physical therapy? Oh, no, I didn't. Oh, well, let's do physical therapy. Have you done a cam boot? No, I haven't. Well, let's do a cam boot. Have you done a, uh, it just jogs my memory. Cause sometimes I get like frustrated cause yeah. they're not getting better and I don't have a lot of time and you know, yeah. So I would do if you if you have yeah all you need is a, a Google Chrome, and you just save those those power those presentations, and you know I'm I'm still perfecting it. I'm I always try I do it every single day on my patients, and I get it gets better and better. So I, then I tweak it, and you guys have access to all those. That's on the website, Don. Yeah, that's on the in in the membership site there under patient presentations, and it explains my whole philosophy behind it. I'm going to look it up. I don't think I looked it up. Um, and can you tell me what code you use for the velocity brace? Mm, I'm bad at codes. Uh, it's, <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll find it and let you know. It's, yeah. it's this, I think it's the, yeah, I think it's the same thing as an ankle brace code. I think it's the same code as an ankle brace. And you, you, you use it for what, two weeks, four weeks? Um, I transition them down. I do it from two to four weeks. And usually I'm doing it as they're doing physical therapy or as they're doing shockwave. And then they're going to transition out of it. So it's not, I always tell them this is not long-term. What this does, the way I kind of explain it is I, I push on the lower leg and I say, what this does is going to take pressure off your foot and put it into your lower leg. Kind of like a crow boot, how it takes pressure off the foot and it puts it somewhere else. I, I say that's how it works. And so it works really, really well with tendonitis. Not so much with plantar fasciitis, but it works more, in my opinion, works more with like Achilles tendonitis if they're really limping around. And it mm -hmm. helps. And so the way, and I learned this from Tom Hector. If you haven't listened to my interview with Hector, uh, Tom Hector, he um, he has this offloading brace that he uses, a pedorthus makes for him. But he started out with the velocity before he was doing these offloading braces. And so what he does is he does this regenerative stuff. But if you have loading, if people are loading right through that, the area that you're treating with amnio and all this regenerative stuff, it's not going to have the best outcome. So he uses these offloading, these offloading braces to do that. And you can still be active in them. That's the nice thing. It's not like a cam boot where you're totally yeah. mobilizing them. So that's why they like them as an option. If, yeah, you, if you offer anyone, you offer anyone, Hey, do you want a cam boot or a brace? hundred percent. They're going to take a brace. Yeah. And that's what's appealing to me about it. As you're talking about it is that patients would probably love it more than the walking boot just because they get to put their shoes on yeah yep um so i what i what i would do if i were you i would go to my um my presentations and you can look at them and you have to request it on google it'll it'll say, send me a link and i'll send you authorization and just pull them up like warts neuromas and just kind of look at my checklist and those are the things that i offer to my patients it's not a secret I just do them in different orders. And, and, the key, and the key is really to have confidence 
in in what you're doing like and that means usually learning stuff like the carry flex the ani fix the shockwave i ultrasound ultrasound i did ultrasounds for free for a long time till i got confident so do them for free who cares that's how you learn you and you build your confidence and then you can charge yeah which ultrasound do you use don doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't I think matter. that that twenty twenty one or whatever. It's the it's a real expensive one. I don't know. It's like real yeah. expensive, but we have yeah. two of them. We have one in each office. I use the ultrasound every single day. So another thing you asked about increasing per visit value. So every patient gets an X ray the first visit, and I say, Mrs. Jones, on the next visit when you come back in, you know, depending on your doing, we're going to do an ultrasound to evaluate the thickness, and I compare right side to left side. That's the key. And then you then also pre shockwave and post shockwave. I do ultrasounds, and it and they love it. And then they take their camera out. They take a little picture, just the same way they like to take a picture of their X-rays with their phone, and they to tell their friends. Like I ask everyone to take a picture of their own X-rays and their ultrasounds. They love it. Then they post it on social media, and I ask them, hey, you know, I just thought about that now. Hey, could you post this on social media and tell say you saw Dr. Pelto? Oh wow. So. Um, what, what I feel like I need to improve on, and just being frank, is I have a buddy here. He does tons more orthotics than I do. I don't do, I do, you know, five, 10 pairs a month. I don't do 15, but there are some guys that do 30 and 40, and I haven't figured it out. Like in Massachusetts, no one, the insurance doesn't cover them. Um, so I don't know if you, if you have anything you could teach me about orthotics, I'd love to hear. Do you have any good tips about orthotics? Yeah, I, I do a lot of orthotics. Um, I watch them walk. I do gait analysis on every new patient. Mm-hmm. And uh, even if they come for an ingrown nail, I would watch them walk. And if I see severe pronation, I would ask, do you get any ankle pain? Do your feet ache you? Do you, do you get any knee pain? And more often than not, they'll say yes. I'll say that's because you have flat feet. Would you like to talk about it a little more? And we go from there. So keep, keep going. Okay. I, I've, I've gotten there. And, and, and then like, how do you, why not just over the counter? Why not just good shoes? Like, how do you explain it? Well, a big part, a lot of insurances here in New Jersey cover orthotics. So I tell them, uh, you know, the best one is to get is custom orthotics. So okay, I'm gonna the, check yeah, I agree. Back. I agree. If, if it was covered, everyone would have orthotics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that, may, uh, that, that makes it a lot. You're easier. not really, it, it's easy to sell what's free. Exactly. So I say, let me check your benefits. And, um, you know, very often it's covered either partially or fully. Oh. And so, you know. That's how it goes. Okay, that makes sense. It would be a much upper hill if, if it was like out of pocket for sure. Yeah, all of ours in Massachusetts are out of pocket. So really, no insurance yeah. is cover. Yeah. Okay, I should move to New Jersey. <laughs> no, it's good good to know though. I, I like that. I I don't walk. I don't watch. It's a good thing to take away. I don't watch my ingrown toenails walk. Right, that's a good thing. I should start doing that. Um, I do for my Achilles plantar fat, any other things I watch them walk, but I'll start doing that. And I think it's having the conversation, right? Yes. And, uh, also kids, a lot of, I mean, I have some pediatricians that I've built relationships with over the years and kids, you know, they get those, um, they have a lot of flat feet and, uh, they get, they play sports now out of COVID, most of them were sitting home, gaining weight and now they're back in gym. And a lot of them are getting, you know, pains in their feet, getting tired, getting, uh, so we see a lot of those too. Pediatric. Yeah, those are, or like Seavers or things like, yeah, we see the same yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. 
Good, orthotics, good. Um, what, what other things do you think you're doing really well that you could help people that are listening? What, what do you think is working well for you in your practice? We do laser therapy. I don't have the shockwave, but I have laser, class four laser. So I use it for tendonitis. I use it for heel pain, um, toenail fungus. Those are the three main things we use it for. So, so tell me your, like your protocols and I don't know if you remember which one it is. You have probably have a better memory than I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, if they come in with tendonitis, I'll tell them, you know, I'll immobilize them in walker or now I'm going to look into the velocity brace, obviously. Uh, but then I'll say we need to address the inflammation and the easiest and least invasive ways to do uh, laser therapy. Okay. And, uh, and when they agree to it, I say it's not covered by insurance and this is what we charge. And, uh, I would say it's, um, maybe 50, 50, 60, 40. Is it like a hundred a treatment for like six treatments or 50 a treatment? How, 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 how do you charge? I charge, um, I do 10 treatments and okay. I charge 700. 700? Yeah. Okay. So 70 per treatment. Yeah. So, and it doesn't take your time. That's the thing. My shockwave takes my time and it probably gets the same results. That's what I love about that. Yes. I have the robotic machine, so I'm not in the room doing it for the patient. <laughs> You're better than me in that because the shockwave, it takes time, you know? But I hear I, it works really well, shockwave. I, I mean, I I'm trying to but... I trust the science behind it, Yeah. right? So basically everyone that's getting your laser, and I've talked to another guy, I did an interview with uh, Dr. Bromley and he said the same thing. He said, Don, I would do shockwave. I just don't have time in my schedule. Cause like yeah. I see these people three to six visits every week. Like that like, is a uh, lot. once a week for three to six weeks and you do too, you do it for seven weeks, for example, or 10 weeks. But like, you don't have to see them. I have to see them. And, 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 but I like the science behind it. And we charge like, you do 70, we charge 150 for the radial and 200 for the, for the combo, for the focused and radial. So, you know, if, if yours is working, keep doing it. So that's good. Now let's talk about laser fungus or nail fungus. Cause you know, just between you, me and the other 20 people that are listening, um, I, I don't have good results. It works for mild to moderate sometimes yeah. but i'm still doing a lot more lamisil i wish i had the magic laser but i don't own it i don't think there is okay. i think it's a combination uh you know i i do a little bit of a cocktail i do like uh, three laser treatments and uh, three weeks of lamisil and um, i found that we get better results that way Good. The two That's patients good. still prefer the three weeks to the three months of lamisil. That's what I was going to say. I, I, I like that because you're giving them a happy medium with that. Yeah. 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 Because everyone's scared of it. I, I've never had a problem. Have you ever had a problem with lamisil? Some patients, when you tell them I need to do a blood test, they're like, oh, you know, but. Um, but a real, real allergic reaction or liver no, oh, problem. No, 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 no. I've never had anything. Yeah. I've had some My, patients who. Uh, who've had their enzymes go up, uh, very few, but I have over the years. I had one patient who lost taste, one patient in my uh, once. Hmm. And I get a lot of them who get complain about headaches. Okay, yeah, I've had one that had a rash. And, um, but other than that, I haven't, I haven't had anything. Well, good. 
Well, anything else? I think we covered a few things. So the yeah. velocity you're going to try, look at look at the presentations. I think you're going to like them. And then uh, if you want to, if you have any other questions, shoot you have my email and I'll shoot me an email. Okay. Thanks so much for your time. Appreciate it. Okay. It, well, it's nice to have this community because we're so lonely all practicing alone. So it's not, I that's know. why I kind of like doing this. I get to meet people. So if I, if I have something else going on, I'm thinking about starting a mastermind in the future. I'll, I'll let you know. Okay. Please do. Thanks so much. Okay. Have a good one. Thanks, Thanks for your time. You, you got okay. it. Perfect.